0: Welcome to Mastering the Podcaster Mindset. I'm Tiffany Kane, podcast coach and professional development expert.
1: And I am David Seiss, professional dialogue and voiceover editor. Together, we will go on a journey with you to truly master the podcasting mindset.
0: Let's break past mindset beliefs that often create barriers to success. You will learn techniques and insider secrets to raise the power of your content, and the quality of your sound.
1: We believe your voice is powerful. Your story needs to be told and there is someone out there who will be inspired because you have the courage to share your insights through your podcast.
0: Now, here's today's episode. Hey, David.
1: Hey, Tiffany. (laughs) What's happening?
0: Well, we have a listener question that I thought you could address today. One of our listeners was wondering, why aren't you a fan of the Yeti for home podcasters? So, David, why not the Yeti?
1: Well, for two reasons, really. Um, One, it's a condenser microphone. And two, it's kind of confusing for a lot of people to use.
0: Okay. All right. That's a good place to start. So let's start with your first point. What is a condenser microphone? And why would a home podcaster not want to use a condenser mic?
1: Well, there's basically two types of microphones, um, dynamic and condenser. And really the only difference is what they use uh, to convert our uh, audible sound waves into electronic signals. Um, And so basically a dynamic microphone uses um, a permanent magnet. So it's something that just kind of lives inside the microphone and it works kind of reverse from like, if you picture a speaker and it has a cone and uh, there's a little wire coil that's behind the cone and then a magnet. And when the speaker gets signals from uh, your radio or whatever it is that's sending signals to your speaker, the electronic signals go into that coil and that reacts the with the magnet that's always there. And that's what causes the cone to, to move and create the sound. And so... Uh, dynamic microphones kind of work opposite. So when we talk into them, the cone moves, and that's what creates the electrical signal because of that permanent magnet that's, uh, that's always around that coil. Um, so that's what kind of causes the sound to get sent back to your system. Whereas a condenser microphone needs power, and it, commonly referred to as phantom power. Um, and what that does is that rather than having a permanent magnet, uh, the power actually sort of creates a magnet on its own, they work in a very similar way, the dynamic and condenser, but uh, the difference is is mainly that a uh, dynamic is doesn't need power and a condenser needs
0: power, okay, David. so that's all really interesting stuff learning about the difference between the two different types of mics. We love your. Your knowledge base, but you're nerding out. (laughs) But what does this mean for the home podcaster? Why do they need to know the difference between a condenser mic and a dynamic mic?
1: Well, it's mostly off based off of their sensitivity that's the biggest difference between the two. So a dynamic microphone is something that you'd use in a more loud setting. So uh, on stage, if you have vocalists, um, you know, they're singing a live performance. If you've got a drummer, Oh,
0: like on the voice and all of those. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. The reason those are used in those areas is because it takes more movement, more uh, force to cause that diaphragm to move. So they're, they're much, um, they don't pick up a lot of the, you know, Exterior noises that are around the microphone, it's mostly what's just directly in front of it. Whereas a condenser microphone, because they're powered, they're much more sensitive. And so you'll get the people that do the ASMR videos where you're uh, listening to somebody chew nuts or something weird like that or (laughs) recording of a sound bath or acoustic guitar where you want to pick up all of the intricacies of of whatever it is that you're recording you use a condenser microphone um so mostly you see those in like a a studio setting um for vocalists and that sort of thing or like i said acoustic guitar um or if it's somebody like a, a recordist that goes out and records streams in the in the wilderness and that kind of thing where you want to pick up all the little teeny tiny sounds because that's what is creating the audio right Whereas for a home podcaster, I'd guess probably eighty percent of them are recording in uh, their bedroom, right, or or you know at the dining table, mm-hmm. where there's no sound treatment, nothing's been, nothing's been prepared to create a, a good recording environment, and so a lot of that noise that you'd normally pick up if you were using a condenser microphone by using a dynamic, you're not going to have those issues.
0: So. Then are you saying that the Yeti is a condenser microphone? Yes,
1: the Yeti is a condenser microphone, which is is probably its biggest, uh, It it's a benefit and a drawback, uh, depending on what you're using it for. Uh, but for podcasting, it's it's kind of a bad thing because most people, again, like I say, they're not going to be recording in an ideal environment. And so it's going to be picking up all the room noises.
0: Okay, so if I understand what you're saying, a dynamic mic will not pick up all of the room noise coming up from the typical room that a home podcaster might have. So maybe something, <clears throat> a, a Yeti, a condenser mic like the Yeti would pick up sounds like maybe your AC turning on or the neighbor putting on music while they're barbecuing or um, you know, the car driving down yeah. the street or your child getting something out of the fridge. Mm-hmm,
1: exactly. Yeah. uh, It just gives you a lot more freedom as far as where you're able to record. I mean, we always suggest people record in the quietest place possible in areas that have carpet or, you know, whatever to kind of help with reflections. But for sure, the mic will make a big difference in how many of those noises are picked up.
0: Okay. So this is really awesome to know, but a lot of our listeners already have a Yeti Mm -hmm. and they don't really want to buy a new mic just yet. So if they don't want to buy a new mic, they want to keep using their Yeti. Do you have any suggestions for them?
1: The same suggestions I'd have for somebody that is using a dynamic microphone. Environment is almost more important than your recording gear. Uh, So pay attention to where you're recording. If you have a walk-in closet with a lot of clothes in it, go record in your closet. You know, as long as you're not taking video. And if you don't care if people see your closet, then go ahead and shoot video in your closet. It doesn't matter. If you're sitting at a desk and it has uh, hard surfaces all around it, throw a blanket on top of it and put pillows up around your screen and stuff like that just to kind of help with those uh, noise reflections, that'll make a big difference for sure. And and you can get good quality recordings with the Yeti. You just have to be very aware of where you're recording.
0: Do you see many common mistakes with the Yeti?
1: All the time. Um, it's <laughs> it's One of its biggest uh, problems, I think, is not only in knowing which pattern to select, um, because if you're recording voice, uh, you'll want to have the cardioid pattern, which is the one that looks like a little heart. And so make sure that you're set to that uh, little heart pattern. And then another thing is because of its design, a lot of people look at it as an end address microphone, right? The same as like what you see, like you mentioned, the microphones that you see on, on the voice where people talk into the end of the microphone. The Yeti is actually uh, a side address microphone, which means that you should be able to read the blue label if you're, if you're using the mic properly. Because it has a built in stand, a lot of people set it on their desk and it's probably, you know, a foot to a foot and a half away from their where their mouth actually is. And that's going to also increase the amount of room noise you're picking up. So if you put the mic on a couple of books or whatever and kind of pick it up so that that little ball that's on the end is uh, closer to the height of your mouth and then scoot it up close, like get it, you know, four inches away from your mouth um, and kind of try it there and see how it feels. You can move it a little closer if that feels better or, you know, a tiny bit further, maybe six inches and, and just kind of play with it and see what works the best as far as picking up your voice. But if you get it up closer, you're able to lower your gain a little bit, and that'll also help with not picking up so many of the the room noises and you know just reflections, cars, and and things like that that you were mentioning.
0: So if people happen to watch the video, you and I are using uh, different address the mic. So you have a side address mic and I have an end address mic. And both of our mics are set up to be close to our mouth, about three fingers away Mm -hmm. at about a 45 degree angle. So they're not below us. They're not far away from us and it's picking us up. And then we're not talking directly into the mic because it's 45 degree angle The, um, our air is going past the mic instead of into the mic. Instead
1: of into the mic. And when you talk into the mic, and this, this will definitely happen with the Yeti, you're going to get a lot of the plosives, right? So if I say, you know, uh, pick up some pizza, you're going to get those noises where if I say the same thing and I'm not directly into the microphone, pick up some pizza, right? Like I can almost force those. Um, peas out and it's not going to be picked up by the microphone. You know, obviously if I do it, hard- <laughs> you said
0: force. peas. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) All right, David, this has been great. Uh, We're going to keep coming to you guys with these fun little um, quick tips. Uh, David is full of incredible information, so much knowledge. Mm -hmm. I call him my sexy sound guy. He's got all this wonderful, sexy, nerdy knowledge in his brain about sound, and we're just excited to share it with you so that you guys can be the very best podcasters possible, have great sound, and put out terrific content and learn a lot along the way and have some fun. So thank you for being with us today, everybody.
1: Thank you, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with us today. As a special thank you, we invite you to download the free guide in the show notes called The Biggest Mistake Podcasters Make and How to Avoid It.
0: Please take a moment to leave us a review. Well, Only if you really like the show. (laughs) And come on over and join our free Facebook community. We'd love to have you there. We believe your story is powerful and needs to be heard, and we would love to help you tell it.